0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Nodes in the Net, a weekly tangential irreverent conversation that caters to the interests of liminal trickster mystics like you. And like Satori D, who joined us today uh, to chat about a wide variety of very psychedelic subjects from uh, the punk writing aesthetic to the very radical act of living your life unplugged and signed out and... You know, writing your notes on paper uh, to doing fucking Mayan dream work to understand the underlying cultural forces that are driving society in the direction that it's obviously going. And this is someone who I, you know, if you're looking for someone who's going to give you a good read on the future, someone who's got a little bit of the prescient touch. Uh, I would definitely pick Satori D. Uh, there is uh, writing that we talk about in this episode from like 2019 that seems to perfectly predict the chat GPT moment that we're in right now. I think that was a a really fascinating part of the episode. And this is an accomplished uh, creator, you guys. This is someone who's made music videos with Are You Serious? Someone who's got a kick-ass blog on Minds.com that you can... Check out by checking out the show notes. Uh, This is someone who you should definitely subscribe to on YouTube uh, for the psychedelic masterpieces that he puts out quite frequently. And uh, I think there might even be some clips of the show up there by the time that you're listening to this. Who knows? Uh, But all those links are going to be at the bottom of the episode in the description. Also at creekmasons.com where you can find all of the Notes in the Net episodes and some of my writing on media metaphysics and metamodernism. Uh, You can also sign up for our mailing list at creekmasons.com. That is the number one thing I want to plug this week. I would love to uh, gobble up your email and respectfully use it for nothing but the most sincere and honest and, in my opinion, important uh, push notifications that uh, you could possibly be getting from me. I, I love and honor everyone who has signed up for the mailing list. Thank you so much. So... Uh, Before we get started, I do have an essay that I wrote uh, this week that I think kind of captures the vibe that I have been feeling and that I've noticed a couple of the other Creek Masons feeling, it seems. And I'm just going to read that, and the next thing you hear will be a conversation between me and Satori D. Thanks. Jazzed up with blinding blue electric high vibes and explorations eclectic, tongue tripping dizzily across my palate, hungry to taste the whole world, to swallow it a bite at a time without chewing. Now and then I find myself revving hyperactive catholicity, ravenous hedonism, thirsty fucking mania. And I have to remember not to follow the white rabbit impulse to plunge into stimulants and fall deeper down rabbit holes in a limitless feedback loop of crown chakra detonation. (laughs) I have to remember to breathe, to breathe in peace and to breathe out agitation, to take a breather, to do my breath work, box breathing, Wim Hofing, Pranayama, Xanax breath. I have to remember those breathing techniques because breath is energy. Not to get too appropriative and perennial, but various cultures have intuited that with words like chi, prana, subtle energy, light, bioenergy, etc. I've got to do my breathing to prevent my energy undergoing atomic fission or fusion or whatever happens when you fuck around too much with psychics and create a cascading reaction that levels lives. It's my responsibility sometimes to relax. It's my responsibility to interrupt the instinct to reach for uppers as apparently innocuous as green tea and fish oil. What may be harmless to most can be dynamite for my bipolar brain. It's my responsibility to rest. Even if I don't feel like I have to, even if I never lose consciousness, forcing myself to be prone and motionless for nine hours a night is necessary for the maintenance of my mood. As the Kybalian says, rhythm compensates, and the same force you exert pushing a rubber band in one direction is the force with which it will shoot back at you when you let it go. Unless it snaps, there's always the chance that I'll take some irrevocable risk and truly ruin what I've built for myself. But the recoil into a proportionately deeper depression is a more typical concern. The dark night of the soul where I suffer, crushed into a lonely metal cage, can be avoided. So why not take care of myself? Blowing up my life and planking in the pieces sucks, even if it ensures another visit to peak experience, even if it does give way eventually, that's when I find myself. Satori D, welcome to Nodes in the Net. Thank you for joining me.
1: Yeah, good to be here. Um, you know, the net of Indra is like this uh, metaphor that I've always latched onto. So when I first heard about um, nodes in the net, that's like instantly what it invoked in my mind. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like it, you know, it resonated with me. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that's,
0: uh, that's what you pulled from it because it is it, what... JT and I, when we were starting the podcast, that was exactly what we intended to evoke. Uh, so I'm excited oh, about that. Yeah, yeah. it's it's kind of like a, a a a net, as in internet that we we're, we're all you know uh, communicating through, and also mm-hmm. uh, just like you said, nodes and interest net.
1: Yeah, and I have you know that's that's like the thing that I'm probably most interested in. And is like this, and I guess it goes to the our Discord server, which is like, um, kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, it's it's about like like one thing I like is like myths are strange attractors, and it's like these Ew. these ideas and like these pools of information, like we're like in orbit of them, and <laughs> and then like. Cause like I, I, like anytime I like resonate with something and I dig a little deeper then like, I see like these like fractal patterns, like reflect and I'm like, oh, okay. This is like why I was attracted to it (laughs) before I even know anything about it. Like, and then like later I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. Why? Like, I was like, oh, what's this?
0: <laughs> right, 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 right. I I've noticed that too and like a, a thing that I'm constantly saying is that podcasts seem like synchronicity factories. So like mm-hmm. if you are uh if you're listening to, you know, the Duncan Trestle family hour regularly, uh somehow you get caught in the same like thought orbit or or maybe thought stream that's available mm-hmm. to all of us in the collective consciousness and like the day before an episode comes out, you're thinking about like magic, and then the next day it's Damien Eccles on <laughs> on air, you know? Or or <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. like that. Can you define Strange Attractor for me though? I think it's got like a, that's uh a, is it a quantum physics term?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's um so um there's this blog I was reading and it's there's an actual um I'll put it in the Discord but it's called Mr. Strange Attractors. But Strange Attractor is a physics term. Um, and, I, you know, it's like the double blind. And, you know, a term that I use, it's called spooky uh, dancing at a distance. So, you know, spooky yes. dancing at a distance. But it's like dancing. I say dancing at a distance because same thing like you were saying. And I have this experience with the Team Human podcast where I will be, like, talking to my friends about something or, like, searching for something to, like, I don't know, like a nugget to like get me to the next like make consensus or something like that within sure. my own mind, and then like sure enough, like oh god, Doug, oh, sure okay, you're gonna have Mark Paschion talk about the demonology of uh, you know <laughs> the algorithm. Oh, oh yeah, that's just too on the nose. Like, are you like bugging my 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 fucking computer? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. how does that happen? <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah
1: totally. I love yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I love that you go to that same like uh mildly paranoid place <laughs> that I do. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's a lot you know, of fun. Uh, yeah, totally like I I always think like a little bit too much like about like the algorithm like oh my god like how much is it like reflecting <laughs> too much, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, what do you think about that? Because I, you know, one of the themes that I've drawn out of your, uh, you know, like your your online presence mm-hmm. is uh, an interest in technology. Uh, you know, I, I yeah. actually uh, I have a couple questions about this. I want to like I want to talk about Minds as a platform. I want to talk about Web three, okay. um, but you know, in particular what do you think about the algorithm as a form of um, like manifestation almost or like uh, you know, all of these algorithms that we have sort of built our lives around on social media uh, seem to be a way to like concretize Jung's uh, concept of synchronicity where like, the the universe will bring you, you know, 20 fish after you you talk about fish on a podcast. But now it's like it literally happens uh where you know because the the phone is always listening to me or whatever. If I'm talking about therapy with a friend for like 5 minutes and the next time I I do a Google search, everything that shows up is from psychology today, you know. Uh, yeah, wh- yeah. What do you think about that? Is is that magic or or I don't know.
1: Um, I do think that the the way that I like to think about it, and which reflects a lot in my my work, is kind of the cyberdalic point of view, and yeah. that like um, all media, this like the internet is is built upon. Uh, technology and media like from when we stole uh, stole fire from the gods when we first started to play with mm. fire like this is like the beginning of tools beginning of technology beginning of the word beginning of externalizing our inner world and then like crystallizing it and then creating these bigger iterations of this process until where we are now and um it's it's interesting in the sense that where I where I'm thinking about it is like this. Um, I was at this talk with uh, Are you serious? And he was saying that like what what is what how he's framing it is this social singularity, and I think mm. what what he's what he's talking about is like this like um, great melding and meshing of like culture. And, and of, like, you know, everybody is, you know, searching and, and finding and, and putting more things onto this thing to where it, it's flat and where you could, like, kind of, like, grab anything and everywhere. Like, you know, um, that's – to go to one of your, your things that you kind of brought up is what intrigues me about minds – like. Prior to this, you know, um, Sethi Doug recently wrote about thinking about AI as the conquistadors and social media yeah. was the, the the missionaries. And right. I, instantly because, because I grew up with, you know, um, uh, I was born in 84. So like, you know, social mm. media, I knew a time, you know, like AOL was in, in high school, and even in, in high, in, no, AOL, AOL I got in um, junior high. But then I went to technical school and I did programming. So we had, like, access to, like, a T1 connection while everybody was dial up. And, fuck, we used to fuck around so much on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then so like, so, like, then when you got social media, and my, my joke with my friend was, uh, uh, my friend Gabby, he was, like, Because we had, like, this forum, and we did, like, this, like... We did basically the same thing in in our high school with our friends in in our class. And and he would always, like, we'd get drunk, he would always say that, like, oh, fucking Mark Zuckerberg stole my idea. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. whatever, the Gabby page. And and we would just laugh about it. So, like, you know, like, so when when a lot of stuff of, um, like, bands and, like... Because, you know, early MySpace was, like, promoting the bands and shit like that. Yeah. I used it that way, and I would go there, but I never thought about like branding myself as anything or doing anything online, like online, you know. And so, like okay. later, I, you know, I kind of like go to Rays and I party with my friends, and I'm like, fuck the internet, fuck Twitter, fuck, fuck all that shit. And then, like <laughs> later, you know, I, I, I go and and at this, this was before the fucking uh, great me war, you know. <laughs> And Mines comes out just before that. It was like this alternative website, and at that time, it like the brand was like uh, anonymous. And I'm like open source. I like open source. So I know what that's all about. And I go on there, and I and it was like I wasn't promoting myself as as like my because like on Facebook I had my my real name Daniel and where I'm from and all this kind of stuff. So there's was like a clean slate, and I'm like okay, and I was like, what could I use? That like is meaningful to me, and it was the little bee shaman in fucking um, *Food of the Gods*. Terrence McKenna's wife um, does this like drawing of like this cape, cape painting, and it's the famous you know bee shaman with the mushrooms growing out of it. So I put that up, and then I changed my my handle. Satori comes from um, well, it's a it's a Buddhist uh, Zen um, concept, but I got it from Jack Kerouac. And there's this book uh, called Satori in Paris, and it's just about him riding in this cab, and just, like, you know, getting these, like, sudden, like, you know, uh, uh, to behold, like, the world in the palm of your hand, you know, like, you know, that kind of, like, uh, Blakean way of looking at life. And so, I I was like, oh, Satori, I'd never, I didn't know what it meant. I just liked how it sounded in my head. And so, like, when I was struggling to find something, like, meaningful, so I put Satori and then D, And then, And then from there, I'm like, I, 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 it was a conscious thing because, like, you know, it was early and everybody was talking about like doing this or doing that. And then, then it started becoming like everybody shitting on each other. I'm like, oh my God, this is turning into like the mainstream social media. And so I'm like, at least for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like just, just make a conscious effort to be different
0: (laughs) than whatever
1: is going on. And so I just started like to dig into like, what, what do I like? Like, what were things that, that I always thought are, like, what I would want to read about or, like, want to, like, mm. so, you know, so stuff like that became, like, Robert Anton Wilson, uh, yeah. Terrence McKenna, um, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then that's, like, a, you know, a big pool. I have, like, this, this funny story about, like, um, so I'm a cook, and, and I was yeah. working at, it was called Hanoki and the Bird. And at that, at this time that I was working, this was a couple of years, like four years ago. But at that time, I was working. There it was the third best restaurant in LA. I cooked for LeBron James. Like after oh, the, wow. the, after one of the, like I think it's called the Espies or whatever. He had his private dinner at our restaurant, and and actually cooked his meal. <laughs> like he ordered from <laughs> my side of the of the thing. But so like it was funny because I go into the restaurant at that day, and the 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 food runners like on it and this guy's lazy and i'm like what is up with this fool why is he like can i can i help you with anything can I, like why is he on it like usually I gotta yell at him like hey get over here the food's dying <laughs> like <laughs> fucking around uh and then so, so and he's like lebron james is coming lebron james is coming but his energy was like a fucking kid and i was like it's cool that i'm cooking for lebron james but all i was thinking is like do i have to like make a whole new menu like is he going to order off the regular menu? Like, I was just fucking up with my prep. <laughs> like yeah. the, everything was going to my head. I was like, Oh my God. Like I have all this stuff to prep for. Like, is this going to fuck up my, my day? Cause it's my job, you know, like, it's yeah. like a it's hassle <laughs> every day. <laughs> anyway. So it, he ordered off the a regular menu or whatever. So I didn't have to like prep anything different. And anyways, so I, uh, so I, I, when I retell the story to my dad later, you know, uh, he's like, he was cool. And then I, in my own head, I was thinking, like, who would I be excited for? You know? And, yeah, like, uh, like I, I, w- I wasn't excited for LeBron James. I thought it was cool, but I wasn't, like, the food runner. I was. It wasn't, like, I yeah, wasn't like a kid on mind. Christmas. Yeah, I wasn't like a kid on Christmas. And so, when I was really thinking about that, like, everybody that I thought about was dead. <laughs> no, no. It was, a, it was Robert Al Chad Wilson. Oh, he's dead. <laughs> and then Everybody, up. I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta have like a live heroes." <laughs> and yeah, then, and then and then the, the next two people that I I I went to were Douglas Rushkoff and mm. then um Saul Saul Williams, uh Saul Williams anyway. the
0: uh slam poet,
1: right? the poet, yeah yeah yeah. I
0: have uh uh what the shotgun said to the face is that the right title? I think I might have okay. Been. Messed yeah, it up. Yeah. I'll I yeah, I read that I read that ages ago. Uh you know, uh yeah. the Saul Williams, that's a good uh a good entry point. Do you do you uh vibe with like Neil Stevenson at all?
1: Um no, no I'm not uh familiar.
0: You haven't heard of him? Oh you're you're writing uh um, it's it's like sort of in the same uh I I was reading uh, like some of your blog posts at minds.com. And yeah. uh, So I think this is a series, right? Uh, The paper junkie letters.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That was like an early thing that we we did. Yeah.
0: It was, (laughs) I I know I I like, I went deep into the archives. It was a while ago, but I really loved this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, In particular, this part This uh, really resonated with me I'm just going to read it uh, directly From your Minds blog Um, But it it goes I tried really hard Really hard to stop But I always wrote about my dreams And poetry The truth is like poetry No one fucking understands it If they say they do They're a fucking liar or a trickster Either way, (laughs) run away with dreams, with drugs, with night terrors, alcohol, with foot and mouth, brain come undone. I type endlessly. Push yourself. Push yourself. Fucking push yourself. Which is like, I don't know if that's fucking, uh, uh, I, I don't know when exactly you wrote this. I know it, it, was, it was a while ago. It was actually pre-pandemic. So you were like, I think on a wavelength that I've only jumped on to post-pandemic uh, mm-hmm. because like this is, uh, I guess you could say that since college, I've tried really hard to stop writing about dreams mm-hmm. and poetry. Uh, you know, I have a creative writing uh, degree Um and so i've always like i've always been you know on the fence a little bit paranoid about anyone ever seeing my writing mm-hmm. and uh also a little bit compelled i guess to uh, to never stop writing yeah. um and this this little poem that was like a part of a a longer piece that sort of feels like maybe a chapter in a in a novel almost mm-hmm. um okay. It like a I, I would say like a cyberpunk novel, it's like something the reason I brought up Neil Stevenson, uh he wrote um like for example Snow Crash.
1: crash. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I never read it, but yeah.
0: Yeah, which of course like Zuckerberg named the metaverse after yeah, uh, yeah. the the novel Snow Crash. Um So I I kind of feel like he fits into the, like the hacker cyberdelic culture that that you're into and your style of writing is something I I hope you don't take offense to this uh, because I feel I put myself in the same category, but um, a lot of your blog posts feel like it's uh, almost reclaiming like try hard culture, which (laughs) like hopefully you're okay with that. But like. In Reddit around, I want to say like 2013 or something. It suddenly became really uncool to write stuff that was badass, and I was always really mm. disappointed mm. about that. But your writing is so badass. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, if this is I, gonna, I, I'm, yeah. I'm just
1: I'm just a fucking punk, you know. Like I I grew up at like the uh, East LA punk scene, and we're just we're just like that. And if I'm gonna write like anything real. Then I'm gonna use my real voice and my real voice is fucking like that. And so, you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It comes across great. And I'm glad you also uh I'm glad you touched on the meaning of Satori. What what is what is the like the Buddhist definition or or the character? Sudden definition?
1: enlightenment. Sudden enlightenment. Oh, sudden. So like,
0: oh. Uh, okay. Like a lightning
1: bolt of, of, of conscious like, you know, awakening.
0: Yeah. Right. Like what happened to, um, uh, Ecc- Eccles, Eck what's his name? Uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, on the park yeah. bench, like just yes. sudden, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. And then, uh, and then you were saying that the, the minds blog, is where you uh started to, to uh write yeah. sort of the the kinds of things that you were interested in reading, which is, you know, yeah. I think a a good strategy. If there is a good strategy yeah. for uh you know being you a know,
1: creative go, yeah, ahead. go ahead. To 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 your point, you know, um and even to why um i I felt compelled to to have that in in that um book because like the the, the larger concept of it is it's the paper bums um is about the actually the time that we are right now uh but when i got on minds like i was i was came up with this concept of like the near future and it's like the algorithm has totally taken over yeah and uh and i i in in that near future what what i'm holding on to is like physically writing Like writing on paper yeah that's why like i'm a paper bum like like, even even still to this time like i take notes on paper like that's how i process stuff like that's yeah if i read something then i have to like make a note of it and like i walk around (laughs) like you know what i mean like that's just like a part of my like i say like um you know i learned uh what for my own self what reading was about by reading um Fear and Lonely in Las Vegas, but I nice. learned of uh, uh, what, what writing really is about is with Jack Kerouac and, mm-hmm. you know, writing as this way to process reality. And um, and so, like, I've always done it and I've, I've always, you know, um, even the one that I shared with you, The Unconscious Tape Blues comes from this 23-page, um, um, like, stream of consciousness poem that I wrote like after i got arrested and i was like what the fuck is going on mm. <laughs> i didn't, i didn't get this shit out of my head like yeah, i I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm doing stuff that i am like you know I, I i'm saying, you know i want to do this but then like my unconscious tape loops and like me i could just see myself like you know you know going this way and so I like I and I've always read about you know um, this process uh, you know of, of my early heroes there the Beats and then I'm like fuck it I got to do it <laughs> and I'm like this you know and then that became like I was like oh that was like my therapy and so like anytime yeah. I, I would go, always go back to that process and so like you know uh, um, so that's that's like my own. Uh, Saul Williams also has this other book called *The Dead uh, MC Scrolls*, and uh, it was pretty formative in my in my early like development of you know um, expression and and what I'm talking about too with like Saul Williams, uh, I mean with Jack Kerouac and writing, and so you know I I shared and even it's kind of funny how Facebook they they didn't have like blogs they had like notes and you I would write notes. <laughs> Yeah. And then like no one no one would like comment on them. I was like, oh my god, is it like like is does everybody think I'm weird? <laughs> why, why why isn't everybody like like you know at least liking this like is it is it horrible? Like I I'm yeah. I, 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 like, I, like tell me to stop. <laughs> like if it's that <laughs> bad, like just tell me to stop. And then and then that's so, all. like you know, I was like you know not incentivized of like digging deeper into it, you know, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> like I, I yeah, had all this stuff. And then, so like, and I, I was like, I think that's good. And then, you know, a few times at parties, like in in person, uh, when we would get like stoned or drunk, and they'd be like, "Oh my god, like that that poem you read is is trippy," blah blah blah. And this enti- and it, ties- it reminds me of this time I took acid. I'm like, Yeah, mm. I know because that's why I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the point. You got it. <laughs> uh but so like uh later when when i get on minds that's when i and this is you know before the pandemic and everything so i uh you know i would go to work and then like all my all my free time would be like um fostering that stuff that i i always w- wished you know like i remember in in college you know i read uh, paper bums refers to a jack kerouac book called dharma bums yeah. <laughs> and right. and then I fashioned myself like even in college being a Dharma bum. Like I would I would like ditch class so I could read in the library, you know? <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. you guys, you guys I'm like, yeah, there's out there's there's more more out there. <laughs> I need <Yeah>. to get it. <laughs> and yeah. um yeah, and so that's that's the, like the premise of the paper bums is this this like book that's only written on paper and that gets passed around in the underground, you know, that is not on the internet yeah. because anything, anything on the internet gets flattened by the algorithm. Yeah. It gets recycled into the thing. So like, and then it's so far deep into the algorithm taking control that there's no, everybody is not, um, you know, producing their own weird, you know, Uh, they're, they're just, they're just uh, consuming the recycled uh, stuff. And so, and so he, he does this ritual, like, um, I have another one, another blog where it opens up with him burning his, uh, daily, uh, poetry that he writes. And then mm. like this, this girl gets a piece of the book and she reads it and she, she stays up all night, like thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And thinking, yeah. I need to find who wrote this.
0: <laughs> That's just so it's so fucking perfect. The yeah. it's it like really is a radical act to do anything off of. Like I mean, uh, sometimes feel self conscious or guilty or paranoid or shameful or whatever mm-hmm. for using Google Docs for everything. You know, oh, uh-huh. I I know very well they're, they're reading all of it or, or not mm-hmm. like a actual human assigned to me, <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah you know, like a caseworker or something, but like the algorithm is certainly learning my, my deepest, darkest thoughts, you know, because I, I wrote, you know, all I've written all my poetry. I've written all my notes. I've written all my, um, you know, like business plans and whatever on mm-hmm. Google. Uh, because it's a free service but the reason it's a free service is because they're mining it for information for about these
1: large uh, language models
0: exactly and it's it's really fascinating to me that you um that you wrote this in 2019 and uh i t- it's kind of the moment that we're in just in the last couple months with chat gpt yeah. and yeah like AI coming out and stuff. It, it really seems like a prescient uh, insight that you were able to uh, bring down.
1: Yeah. Um, I I mean, you know, um, at that time too, you know, I, I was reading, you know, Mark Pesci's stuff about uh, last days of reality. Um, and so, so I, I just kind of like, you know, that's, you know, Doug and Mark Pesci are like people I mind, to like um, see the near future and like work on processing reality, and then the byproduct is poetry, and then I I work it in, into these like weird little blogs. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's a bulk of my process. <laughs> like, oh my god, demonology of the of the algorithm. That's exactly what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah totally well that that's the that people are going to be wondering now i i remember i think uh the gist of that uh talking point but do, talk more about demonology on the algorithm
1: so um he, he was using the the metaphor of um you know the medieval times where you know the alchemists uh, so you know the demonology or, or you will have these these spirits and what they will do is they'll feed off of you know your emotions or your tense or whatever. And mm-hmm. and like this this was like the mythology about these. And you know, like all human histories kind of have this, like the gin. there's all sorts of different weird um and ent- dream entities that are tricksters that, you know, uh, the most famous kind of like, you know, lesson of those is like be careful what you wish for. You know, like a real djinn, you know, you get your wishes <laughs> but they never turn out. <laughs> The, the way, and there's like these un, unintended consequences for right. like controlling reality. I guess, mm. <laughs> but anyway, so he uses that, that metaphor to talk about like what the algorithms actually doing. You know, they're feeding off of our desires and the, kind of what you were saying earlier. Yeah, that it know knows so much of us that is reflecting our, ourselves to ourselves, mm. and in a lot of ways, um, I, what what I've recently been digging into is dreams. And I think this is very important. Um, like just like the the, the function of dreams is, is yeah. a lot of this is your shadow um you know creating these elaborate scenes. And and if you if you don't realize what's going on, then you, you get like lost in the dream. And I think this is what a lot what is happening a lot with these like tidying the reality tunnels and like even at this, like I see like this like weird bifurcation of, like, consensus reality, like, splitting, you know? Yeah, Like, yeah. Where, where language itself doesn't mean the same to, like, two sides of this mind that is getting qualified by, like, the algorithm um, into this binary of this side or that side. Um, yeah.
0: And okay. you see, so uh, are you doing, like, are you doing, like, dream analysis on yourself or are you – uh how do you, how, what I, I've of course read, I think it was like maybe your most recent blog post or one pin to the top mm-hmm. um, uh, of your, of your blog. But um, I, can you explain that connection between yeah. um, divisiveness and our, our like lang- linguistic and dream minds?
1: Yeah. Um, I think what's so, Back in um, my early days when I was uh, a dharma bum, I also did totec dreaming, and I got really, really into uh, totec dreaming. And um, you know, it's, it's it's like these advanced ways to do a lucid dreaming. But later, for my own self, what I, what I found out was was about learning to read the poetry of your dreams as this like gauge of where you really are like deep inside and what I would tell people too before they'll take psychedelics would be like gauge your dreams <laughs> if, you're, if you're having like dreams that are really like disturbing you is like you may want to like clear that up before you get into the psychedelics or <laughs> use the psychedelics to get into that because like you know a lot of times early on I for, for whatever reason, and this is also probably why I use that symbol. Um, the mushroom chose me. <laughs> you know, yeah. like for I, I, out of all my friends, I was the one that uh, you know I wasn't really dealing them, but I would buy them in bulk, and then you know my friends would buy it and it pay for itself. Uh, so like yeah. I was always getting invited to to like they'll buy it and they want to do the shrooms with me, and so like I started to clock like every time someone would have like a bad trip. And they, they were always stuck on, you know, their their own hangups, you know, prior to whatever's going on with us. You know what I mean? Like, it was always mm-hmm. that. Yep. And so so I would always, because, t- you know, they've kind of, like, come to me advice, because I was always, like, talking about whatever book I was reading, you know, Alan Watts or whatever. Yeah. And so I, I would say, you know, something very easily. And then they said, well, I don't remember about my dreams. And they're like, just before you go to sleep, do a mantra, like, I'm gonna remember my dreams and do that 23 times <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then and then if you allow yourself you'll remember your dreams and it's just like I, for me I, I the uh, I guess I'm like I'm trying to like simplify it it's like uh like like checking the weather or something like it's like this sub subconscious and there there's way more to dreaming um than what I'm just saying right now but very simply like your regular Um, analysis of your own dreams engaging your own dreams is kind of like this emotional undercurrent uh, weather Um, because also what I'm combining it with is the classic uh, Mayan count and what what essentially uh, I believe uh, what's useful about what the Mayans were doing Mm. is they were they were trying to um, because the the best um, um, translation I heard of like what they were doing Mm -hmm. is like the 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 conscious spirit of the day. So they're, they're talking about, you know, galactic tonal cycles. And if I'm putting on my, my, what I have read of, uh, ayahuasca and, <laughs> and shamanic stuff and combining it with my own dream stuff. And, and knowing that they knew a little bit more about that stuff than I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're t- Cause I know you're t- really talking about the progressions of, of the solar cycles and and what they mean. And if you're saying this is like the tone of consciousness of that day of like it reflecting into us. So, okay. There's like an ocean of consciousness. So these are like the tides and like, this is what it goes to. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And then I'm using that with my dreams because um, it gets reflected. Like what I'm saying about the the more advanced stuff, like I was doing the, the um, Mayan um, count, and I, I was, you know, I got into a good practice of it. And within a few days, I had a dream of um um Kuka which is the feathered serpent, and it was so crazy because like I had this dream and like it was like the fabric of reality was like the wind, but it was this um image, like you know, like in psychedelics, it's like this image of this uh feather serpent and it was dancing and teaching me and like um uh, giving me information. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> and I was just like, hell yeah! And and uh, for everybody out there, this uh, I smoke a lot of weed, but I, ha- I <laughs> I'm not on a psychedelics or anything. Yeah, right. But it's just deep dreaming. It's deep dreaming. <laughs> yeah, you, you get more into it, and you, you get because it's not uh after you get beyond the regular dreaming of your own shadows and projections of your own self, you get into this a collective subconscious and Ooh. these morphic genetic fields. And that's where, you know, you're tapping into the architects of the Mayans or whatever you, you want to get tapped into, but you got to so, like, uh, uh, allow yourself to kind of like surf in those waters, um, which is, you know, a little bit more advanced, but yeah, I mean, right. Yeah.
0: You, I think you, uh, were, you were talking about like maybe a specific ritual that you were using to get deep into the dream is it uh mayan count
1: oh yeah okay so um what I do is is the yeah it's the Mayan counting of the days so like the what they would call their shamans like their translation were daykeepers and what the day keepers did was were keep the count of the galactic count of where you are but the one that I use is like a personal one so it's like your horoscope um and it's your relationship to the progression, so like you get um you know uh you get a sign, but uh every day there's um two different signs and they're basically correspond between like the sun and the moon okay and then and then like your your orientation within those two orbits so is this is um
0: it, it's like Mayan astrology it sounds like yeah 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 okay and it, is Mayan astrology also like based on you know your birth time and, and birthplace and all? yeah
1: that? yeah okay interesting well, well there 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 are different um so like i do in the classic mayan count which is like the first and it's not like um there's other other um have you ever seen like the calendars right there's there's more there's like a like a like a um a societal calendar that's also within it. And there's a, yeah. like another calendar. And there's all sorts of different calendars. But this is like the most basic one, and like what I referred to when I said the daykeepers. So those were roughly the shamans, and they were they would have this own personal um reading, you know? Mm. And so so they would ask so say for instance they they will keep because um, so there's if we really want to get into it <laughs> there, there's 20 sides and um thir- uh, 13 uh, other other controlling signs which are the moon ones uh, okay. but but they, there's combinations of them so what 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 would typically happen back in the day right would be the daykeeper or the shaman would have these threads of the calendar and each thread would be a sign of a of a of one of those solar gods deities, um, but what what it really I I believe what they were were was like what is the reflection of the the like conscious tide of the day like what we're talking about, and right. so they would use r- use the mythical symbols and and give them a reading, and but the the people too that will have the readings, so they will say what their birthday is, so their birthday with with uh, what today is, and they'll and they'll they'll give them a general reading, right. And um, but also too, what what a lot of which I'm really interested in is is like all of these are like um, like progressions in the main story, which is like the the dance of the dead. And so like they will have um, end of the cycle ceremonies like to to really like play out that whole mythology. So like Mm. throughout the whole um, cycles, um, that's what they're like, because also too what I was getting into was the sound scrolls. And so like this stuff was written on um, beads, you know, there, there weren't like words. And so like each of these like glyphs were um, these songs and, and these uh, stories that like correspond to them and everybody would know them because they would do them, you know, at the end and the beginning of each cycle. And Hmm. so, and so like this becomes like something what I'm interested in. Um, and I think too um, why I'm doing that with the um, like mandala narrative and imagination station is to really bring this this stuff out because you know um i I, I had this dream um, once it was a long time ago and it, it was like what it started off like a dream where I thought it was reality you know I thought it was a regular day yeah and and someone uh, I got a doorbell. And, like, it, the whole time I, I thought I was awake. <laughs> like, I had no no, <laughs> no realization. And I get, a, I get a box, like a FedEx box. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't order anything. That was the first thing that I noticed that was off. I'm like, that's weird. But it's not that weird, right? And so, and yeah. so I'm like, I want. I wonder what's in the box. And then and then, I open the box, and it's like this fucking ancient bowl. uh, And it starts to, like, smoke. And, like, there's, like, the whole, like, field starts to change and I'm like oh my god I'm not awake like I hope I'm not awake (laughs) (laughs) like did I just suddenly ingest like peyote like oh my god what is going on (laughs) and then so like everything and then like the smoke starts to like dance and like it kind of like you know in in dreams you get like this intuitive knowledge where you're like playing this script and like you you kind of like consciously don't know but if you like you could just like go automatic mode (laughs) Anyways, yeah. so I kind of do that, and, and like uh consciously, I don't know how to do this ritual, but I just do it, right? And it's like this this blessing with a water, and the smoke comes out, and the sound comes out, and then like this bolt comes up, and it's like dancing, and then it shoots out and it goes to the sun, and then it writes like this word, like this three like etched word that I notice, and and I'm like, fuck, that's weird. And so when I wake up, I write it down. And I'm like, Ooh. I can't get it out of my head, and and this is, this I'm like 25, 27. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so this is a long, this is a long time ago. This is a 10 years ago. Uh, and so I Google, and it took me a while to find that. Like I, I almost gave up. I almost thought like, I, like I that's not a meaningful word. Uh, but I did find it, and it's it's called a kokin I I don't know the right pronunciation, but it, it's three separate words: a h. Um, X O C then Kin K I N, and it's um, the Mayan god of uh, um, art, uh, music, and poetry. Mm. And and if you dig deeper, which I've had the the Akokin um, flirts with the moon, <laughs> and it's like a it's like a, 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 a aspect of the sun god. <laughs> like that's what happened in my dream. Like the bolt, this little went went back into the sun. I'm like, Oh my God, that is so fucking funny. But like at that, if this, this takes years for me to decode (laughs) years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're like, so you're, you're, is that you, you mentioned, um, I, which I'm totally 100% going to do tonight. Uh, before you fall asleep, reciting to yourself, I will oh, remember yeah, yeah. my dreams 23 times. Yeah. Is that like a Discordian thing? Is that a Robert Anton Wilson thing? Or is Okay,
1: I once read, um, you know, like the science behind mantras. And I, I think the actual technical thing is 20 or 21. And then I'm um, I'm a big Robert Anton Wilson fan, so my own little cosmic giggle is to make it twenty three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so you're, to, you so cut you're on doing, to that. <laughs>
0: you're, you're, you're doing this little like mantra practice before bed, and then you're like having these wild psychedelic dreams. Yeah. And then yeah. you're um, decoding them over the course of years, sometimes, and from mm-hmm. that, it sounds like you're able to extrapolate or interpolate or some kind of polite uh <laughs> mm-hmm. the uh the like overall cultural forces from the collective unconsciousness that we all share uh that's mm-hmm. like it sounds like your your impression of it is that it's bifurcating into uh separate consensus reality narratives that are like divided from each other and unattached to each other am I like am I am i in, Am I getting that right? Yeah,
1: my, my, my current uh, interpretation of like, what's happening is, is something like that. Yeah, I get like, um, you know, every now and then I muse on on everything and you can't help but like, um, even in your, your dreams, like one time I had this like, really uh, funny dream, and it also corresponds to paper buns, uh, where in the dream, it's like post apocalyptic, right? <laughs> like, uh, and I, I'm and like everybody like you know uh, everything's collapsed everybody's running around in the streets like dazed and confused okay. yeah yeah and I and i'm pushing i'm 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 pushing a cart full of books <laughs> nice books. and i'm like i'm like trying to move them and like not lose them and i'm like moving away from like all the the chaos right and then somebody goes like what the fuck are you doing and I'm like, I gotta save all these books. And he's like, Why? Like everything's going to shit. Everything's falling. He's like, You don't understand. When you read a book, it fucking it does something to your mind. And I gotta like preserve it. <laughs> yes. And then, and then so like you know, I have these like dreams like that. And I I I do like the paper bums. And like it it's it's something. Um. Uh. What do you call it? William S. Burroughs says like if you cut up um, the present, the future leaks out. And, oh yeah. Um I do I do think like yeah, what we're talking like if you go deeper into William S. Burroughs, you know, it's like hey, a, uh, Sito- how random
0: Satori, sorry. Yeah. Uh I yeah. I uh have a sudden and intense and urgent need to yeah. use the restroom. <laughs> go <So for> it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be <laughs> sorry, I'll be right back. Yeah, no problem. Just hold that thought. Deepest apologies. Uh, <laughs> no, it's cool. The uh, psych meds that they've got me on have me like urinating every thirty minutes. So it's amazing <laughs> cool. that I even made it this far. Um, <laughs> but you were talking about William Burroughs, and I also yeah. I I'm really glad you brought up uh, imagination station or ima- Im- what mm-hmm. did yeah. I say that right? Is it imagination station imagine. or imagine station?
1: Imagine station.
0: I'm, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because that is, you know, that's like uh I think you were mentioning before we got yeah. our mic, that's like one of your biggest projects right now. Uh yeah. so I wanted to make sure that, you know, we're like we're coming up almost on an hour. I wanted to definitely make sure that we uh dove into that. Um But yeah. Yeah.
1: And so William and is like how random is random and cut up. And I think what yes. I from from my point of view, like the Imagine Station is a team-up of me and uh, John um, mm-hmm. I He's been on the podcast, right? And he, this is the, our connection. He connected me to you. Uh, like, he's the one that said, hey, listen to this. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Is, uh, like, oh, his, his podcast episode,
0: uh, he was going by Tinker Taylor at the time. hes he, yeah, he yeah, was my yeah. first, like, non-JT guest. Uh, so I'm oh, uh-huh. infinitely grateful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <still. laughs> Uh, Cause that, that's like started a new era for the podcast, oh, uh, cool. but yeah, go on.
1: Yeah. And in a way to a new era for what I do, like, you know, before that it's, it's infinite Imaginarium, and it's like, um, a collective of minds creators and we, we talk, but, uh, throughout the week we're like, ins- trying to inspire each other. And like, we, so some of us do music, I do video editing, um, poetry, you know other people do blender and, oh, and wow. we all we we've been doing this for a while now and so we're we're all it just organically happens now like we're just like always posting and like tagging people and then building on each other's stuff because like we have this understanding like as like a collective um and we do that under infinite imaginarium so like john um kind of reaches out to me and says oh i've been digging into your youtube and, and so we go back and forth and like uh I, I guess like uh I assumed something about like something he said and he assumed something about what I said and it was something about a mandala mm. and he, I think he I think he said like mandala like and I'm like Oh, a Mandala narrative and and like he thought like I made up the term and I thought he made up the term. You know? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. We, we both really started to chew on mandala narrative I'm like, oh my god, I never heard that. Like how what do you mean by that? And we're both like like questioning each other about this <laughs> term that like we, we both assume the other like knows about, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> And then, so like this, like ongoing conversation turns into like uh, me going into his Discord and like inviting my my creative friends, and and then just like me, just like uh, sharing like all the weird stuff that like inspires me. <laughs> it's, it's like oh, it's, it's like oh, oh, my god! Like I, I and then, like, that's when I started doing the mind count. I'm like, because we're we're like reading, and, and like what I do is like I'll read something and I get really into it, right? And then I'm like, fuck it. Like, with the my count, I was like, the next step is I just got to fucking do it. <laughs> I got to stop yeah. reading about it. And I got to fucking do it. And then so, like, I just started announcing it. It's like, that's it. We're, for Infinite Imaginarium, we're going on the classic my count. And then I, I proceed to do a series of blogs of, like, telling my creative friends, like, this is what we're doing. Like. Yeah, this is why we're doing it. <laughs> and I think we're gonna, like, have the stuff, like, like, the creative, like, new creative juices going and so like i i i use the magic uh, discord thing like as like this um like my notes <laughs> like yeah. you know like the the things that i'm working on but I, right. I and to this other point um like how random is random i think like uh, having people that like kind of speak uh, you know we're sharing the same mythology like i think why me and john like were able to like run with our thoughts is because we have like this good basis of like Robert downtown Wilson. We're, yeah. we're really into Douglas Rushkoff, And so like, even when we make like discordian jokes, like it doesn't uh, trigger <laughs> each other yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you know, whatever biases are like assuming. And, yeah. and we still did that, but we were able, you know, to, to kind of really, uh, gel in, in this, um, unique way that like produce, um, these um, you know, these like novel strands, <laughs> and and um, I and now I'm like now because uh, of my other friend, his name's Jolly Lama, and I and we're talking about like imagine, imaginarium as like this um, clone dome because he does this project where um like, you know, you make your own like in your backyard, you know, do it yourself um filtration system to like um clone plants or whatever. Um, so you you could go really advanced where you could clone like, you know, weed if you want. Um, but like really (laughs) simple, like, you know, if you keep the, the, the bottom ends of your, you know, your green onions or or the celery, you could clone them and you could have, you know, you know, really simply, you know, um, a bed of, um um herbs just by you know cutting your your uh, produce right or whatever right Um, so he kind of does that and so i'm using it metaphorically i'm like oh the imagination station is like a clone dome uh uh, for for ideas and we're like trying to sprout them yeah so that's (laughs) the sense i did yeah yeah so
0: when i'm like uh, i love fucking first of all i love that servers, uh, like channel names that like, you mentioned one, uh, mandala narrative, but they're all like, they're all so vibey, you know, like you've got (laughs) locomotive gazebo, you know, (laughs) uh, uh, world at wonder, like all, all of these things are so, um, uh, just uh, one of the things I really appreciate about your work is that you uh, fuck with idioms a lot Mm -hmm. in a way that like twists them just enough that they become poetic and like new language. And I think, Mm. I don't know if you're into Connor Habib uh, much or at all, but he's been a team human guest. uh, And like one of the things that he encourages people to do as like a philosopher, he's, he's into um, anthroposophy and he believes that, uh, he believes that, like, through Twitter and, you know, social media, we're all, like, collectively chanting the name of this, like, dark, uh, mechanistic, uh, sort of materialistic, uh, metrics-based, you know, soulless yeah. kind of God that's, um, that's like, being uh, manifested into our reality because we're all, you know, repeating each other's phrases and just Mm -hmm. being like kind of mindless and thoughtless about the way that we speak and and the lack of compassion that we give each other and the divisiveness that we constantly create and the focus on like KPIs or whatever, you know, we're doing (laughs) in Silicon Valley. And, um, and so I just love, I love like that alone about the imagine station that like all of it is this, it feels very new and, um, uh, like thought provoking. Just to just to join the server, you're you're uh, invited into this world of like totally uh, uh, novel use of language. That's that's really mm-hmm. fun. And then like I get this feeling that like what's going on there is this like synthesis project where, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's uh, like almost in if you don't have like a third dimension to map the whole server in, um, mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean? I, I feel like that's such a terrible way of describing it, but the way that everything kind of like folds in upon itself, maybe fractal is a good word for it, but like
1: the way but all- yeah, the server is kind of a mandala and, the, and like, <laughs> yeah, we like, okay. So it, 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 it it evolved organically, like you know. I blend some of my ideas that I was doing with Imaginarium, like for instance, the one of them is called disembodied poetics. Yes, and this, this 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 comes from a, a school that Allen Ginsberg does for Jack Kerouac, and so like me being a really big beat head and bum <laughs> a good a good dharma bum. Yeah, I'm always yeah. Ca- I'm always carrying around that word. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> i always have it in my pocket so like even before this with imagine imaginarium um we had a slack uh channel and i had this place and i called it disembodied poetics and i and i told everybody before like when you get into this thread we only converse in poetry (laughs) and like you know what i mean like you just get in the zone and that's all you're doing in in this room and everything else is whatever and so like it became like this room where me and my, this other member, we would just go back and forth. And like, we got into this ritual, like, you know, and to get into that headspace, like, I would, I would like, it, it, I would plan for it, you know? <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna do it at the end of the day, I'm gonna have some free time, put on some music, you know, kind of like, uh, yeah. get, it, get in the zone, and then like, really read whoever wrote something new in there, right? Really read it. And then like yeah. mull it around and then like dance with it and then go, Ooh, I got something good to go back. And then I go and I put it there. That's and then so sure cool. enough, like in the morning, like she will write something else and I'll be like, Oh, that's good. I like, I can't wait till like later. you like, you know, when, the, when, when I, when I have some free time at the end of the day, I'm going to go and read it, you know? And so, like this became like this practice that we did in, in disembodied poetics. So, like this is like one of the first things, like I, I tell John, it's "Like okay, we're gonna do this, but like we have to have this place." <laughs> and then, so, like, and then it becomes like this really weird thread. But I, I, for me, it, it's 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 so important to exactly what what you were saying. Um, is uh, you know, Doug. I said, like this. This place, meaning the internet, is a, a place for poetry, and mm. I think, um, you know, I think too. Why, why the dream, and what, what dreaming for me, you know, trying to invoke that is um, the 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 stuff that we're missing, you know, what what we flatten with the algorithm, you know, auto tuning social reality. We're missing the soul. We're missing the weird. We're missing our hand words. You know, um, I got really deep into the word weird and to the original meaning of it from Beowulf. And one oh, of yeah. the symbolic meanings about weird is like, it was used as like the Tao, like the natural oh. destiny of the gods. And what Beowulf does to, to you know, in that epic and to the word weird is Beowulf defeats the demigods with his hands. And he forges his own weird, uh, and they start using weird in a different sense of, uh, you know, kind of your own will, and so it's like destiny um, versus will and the struggle of it of the gods, but you with your own hands forging your own weird, and so that that weird is the modified words, are your hand words, the words that you start to to digest and then hold in your pocket and that's how you you use as lenses to make sense of the world or yourself or your inner world. And, um, you know, I'm still, uh, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Like uh, that's, that seems like that's something, um, you know, that, that like, uh, it just, I felt very important to me. It's always been important to me, but to like bring it into like this context and what we were talking about before, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I think, if we could keep on, um, you know, keeping that that torch lit within ourselves, then, like you said, um, you kind of write the stuff that you, you know, that you kind of like read or the, what you're interested in. And, you know, like, um, I think that's why when I went to like people that I wanted to meet, like, oh, Robert Anton Wilson, like fucking did, a like, he, he's like a big influence on me. He was like the first one that I went to. I'm like fuck. He's dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, suddenly my mind. I search who's like the closest to Robert Anton Wilson. I'm like, oh, Douglas Rushkoff. Yep. <laughs> it's like you're you're in the lineage of that. <laughs> and like Definitely. even 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 now, you know, I've done some stuff like I've done music videos for Are You Serious, and you know, Are You Serious's handle comes from you know Robert Anton Wilson. Yep. Uh, and so like, uh, for for my own self, you know, uh, the these. Kind of lineage of words like you know disembodied poetics like uh, for Allen Ginsberg that that means the golden un, unfolding of mind and I think this comes important to Chat GPT and I uh, you read the blog that I wrote about it yeah but I loved it I when 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 I was engaging with it you know I started asking it questions and I was like okay that's cool and then I'm like oh what do you and I, I was like I threw it in the deep end like what do you know about disembodied poetics like you're not gonna tell me anything. <laughs> About this word. <laughs> and I was like, I he's like, I'm sorry, I did it unfair, but you don't know shit. <laughs> and, and, yeah. anyways, and then like I'm like, well, Alan Ginsburg says uh, uh uh what do you call it? Disembodied poetics is the golden unfolded of mine, and it gives me like this fucking bullshit thing. And i like, and then so like and then I, in the in the blog, I start uh, cutting in these cut-up poems of um of William S. Burroughs. Some of it's my stuff. And you know, like these 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 cut up lines of of yeah. all these like great disembodied poetic poets, and, it, and it's all about like the word is not supposed to be in cages free. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. just cutting it back at this this dumb algorithm. Like, you don't know what the fucking word really means. You know what I mean? And then like for me too, like w- with my friends, like one of my po- my my poet friends, one time when we were doing our thing, she goes, uh, "Poetry's blood on the floor," and like I, I, I love that one. <laughs> so, yeah. like, you know, in my own mind, is like, you know, like, the, the blood is, is, is what gives the word the form, gives it the, its shape and its sound. And we, we should be fucking needing Ooh. it and, and fucking working at it. And, uh, the, uh, you know, in this very punk way, I'm like, oh, you don't know shit about that. <laughs> and, and then later, too, like, I'm glad I, I kind of interrogated about this essay um, by Alan Ginsberg called um, Everybody Should Get High for the Next Ten Years. <laughs> this, this this poem i I mean it's an essay but I know it by heart I like even uh, recited it like at three o'clock in in an alley fucking drunk <laughs> you know what I mean? like this is this, this is one of these these things that are like etched in my soul so I go and ask it and I'm talking about the the poem and like you don't understand it and then I, I ask it for a quote and it totally makes up the quote I'm like and I have to do like a double look and then I ask it again. And I'm like, you are totally making this shit up. <laughs> this is not it. <laughs> and then I get all pissed. Oh, but no. yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just kind of funny. Like, then I'm like, oh my God. Like, it kind of, but it's good because, like, you know, this kind of goes into this, like, um, new l- large uh, language model, like literacy. Um, you know, there's a where, where the quote, Means to us that it's pulling from someone who said it, you know, verbatim. But for the, for the algorithm, it is it, not that fine tuned. So like, it's not really pulling yeah. it. It's not a real quote. Right. <laughs> and like sometimes it's a real quote, but it, like to the algorithm, it, the the quote is just another character on on how it arranges things.
0: Right. Yeah. Another another number, really, because it it yeah. converts everything to um, number. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so so for us it's meaningful, right? It, it invokes, oh, that's what that person said, but it's not not how the the language model is use, using it as you know. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so like right when I when I I kind of like okay, which is good because like now I, uh, I I play with it, but you know I, I don't do that that much with it. But I do like to like um, slam weird things together. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I get it, and, and I go like right as. Um, you know, Terrence McKenna and I'll I'll go about disembodied poetics, you know, um, the algorithm. And I'll just start putting my own words in there. And then I'll just like do iteration after iteration after iteration. And then I, I like tease out something and, and it, I and then I just like mine like a paragraph out of it. I'm like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. That's a, that's uh,
0: very similar to my experience with it. You gotta like, you gotta really mine it to yeah to get yeah. like yeah. even even a little bit of something good. But I wanna I wanna go back uh, a, a couple conversation beats. Yeah, uh, you were saying about uh, Imagine Station and uh, mining. Uh, no. It was forging your own meaning, I think, from the weird. Mm. And I just yeah. wanna like I, I wanna for the listeners, weird is W-Y-R-D. Yeah. Um and I thought that was like fascinating because right before you said it, I was drawing a tarot card for our like kind of closing thoughts. Okay. And I I drew the eight of pentacles and uh you okay. can see it in the in the discord server it's Mm. a guy who is like he's got a a a hammer and um an anvil and a chisel Mm. and he's like forging these pentacles and the like the meaning of this card is like repetitive tasks and mastery and skill development and Mm. you know perfectionism um but i just thought it was fascinating that like right as you were talking about writing our own poetry on the internet as like a, an act of creating i guess almost in a gandhi way like you know be the change that you want to see in the world mm, where yeah. like it, we're kind of like you you and i and and these other people in the infinite imaginarium it sounds like are all uh like doing this uh art project on the internet. That's like, if uh, Douglas Rushkoff, you may have heard this quote, he said, um, if you're not going to create something new, you might as well be reading books instead of writing them. And yeah, yeah. I think I like, I paraphrase that pretty heavily, but like, that's, that's kind of like what we're doing. It's, we want to read something new. And so we, we, we've kind of put ourselves in the position of developing the skills to, Mm -hmm. you know, coming back to the eight of pentacles, developing the skills to uh, produce, uh, you know, our own entertainment. And it's, uh, I think that that thread kind of like weaves through uh, the whole conversation. Um, But I'm curious, you know, I'm gonna, I've, I've kind of set the stage a little bit here for some closing thoughts. I'm curious what it brings up for you.
1: You know, when, when you mentioned that, because before the talk, too, I, I did the, the, the Mayan count. And so it's um, roughly translates as thought. But four is the no wall or the tone of today, the galactic uh, tone of today. And the no wall four is containment of water like a dam or a well, the water that slowly grows volume, gains strength. Mm. So it's kind of uh, bulge, bulging right now in a sense but then the thought is a thought or a thinker intelligence that absorbs all information process of analysis synthesis so kind of like you know that forging of of um forging your own weird i think uh, is is a good way to of what um the count for the mayan is kind of saying to me too as well as um this is a time uh you know generally you know we're we're in tune to this kind of stuff but um, just uh, for today's shape um it seems like this planning this uh kind of tinkering <laughs> with the, <laughs> the narrative is is what what the the symbol that I'm getting for the reflection of the day which it was kind of interesting how and I was kind of saving it in my pocket because I wanted to see if it lined up because that I do my own little, Little <laughs> thought experiments and yeah. weird uh, notes of my own self, like because you know I think what also is is important is what what dreaming for me has done and what I think all of this uh, cyberdalic strain that I love so much um, is first like knowing your own biases and knowing where your own reality tunnel is and then like widening that and and shaping that because mm. I think a lot of this the stuff is. Um, these unconscious bias and then the algorithm, you know, just keeps on um, confirming that and yeah. which solidifies these words into the echo chambers and they get further apart. And, you know, you, these words mean this in this uh, side of the internet and these words mean that on this side of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, you know, uh, there's this one great meme that I just saw where it's kind of the, uh, where it's like both sides or whatever, and and then the the discordian guy, um, uh, Bob is pitpocking both sides. <laughs> and he's in he's in the middle, but he's like pitpocking both people. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So you know, that's all to say that um, I do think um, you know, Terrence kind of said this, and I did a recent video about this, and it's like where we're going, and you saw it, you know, in the '90s about like this the media the the it's getting lower for for more and more people you know stealing fire from the gods i kind of mean mm. like the the means of, of producing media like for instance you know me you uh with with just a little time and effort could make a whole like screenplay with chat GPT and yeah and get like this the storyboard and and we could probably even do it out of this talk <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and we could do it with you know. Um, but I think what 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 we're getting to it, it, it's we need to do it with like um with these new like like what worthy projects, <laughs> you know, w- worthy of wielding the, this power. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just talking to my own friend. Like, yeah, I kind of fear for like uh you know um I uh people that don't read and i think we were talking about like this too like for me like i get to this point where i I read something like i told you about the mind count and i'm like oh i just gotta fucking do it (laughs) And like every step of the way it's like that it's like i'll read jack kerouac and he's he's talking about like i read the sum of dharma and he's talking about meditation i'm like fuck it i gotta like sit under the tree and and meditate (laughs) (laughs) i'm reading about dreaming i'm like oh fuck i gotta now i gotta dream (laughs) Yep. And, and and you know that kind of stuff uh, because it's it's either like program or be program like you're either creating Ooh. or they're creating your 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 reality tunnel for you yes <laughs> uh, and um, I think too part of the poetry and art is so important because it like I was just talking about this with my other friend it's like the like what's so important about like the blues is you know Is like them just wailing from the soul. (laughs) And like, and then for me, disappointed poetically, like just means that, like, I don't care, like, how fancy or shiny any of these words are. Like, if it, like, does it, does it, like, bleed? (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. Does it bleed? Yeah. And that's what, you know, blues and and all these other stuff is, is is that?
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah, I love that. So i fucking, Satori, it's been a, yeah. an absolute delight to talk to you. Uh, sure. I, this has been such an improvement to my Wednesday, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, listen to your dreams, or or yeah, I guess sure. like uh, explore your dreams, decode your dreams, and kind of like
1: for, forge your own handwords. Yeah, your own weird- Pro,
0: program. Don't be programmed. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Yeah, I love that. Where where can uh, people find you? I'll of course I'll I'll share all the links. Uh, but it, it's um, good to Satori
1: say. D on on YouTube. Um, I'm also Satori D in the Discord and uh, Mines is is my like I told you home base. Uh, I'm still trying to find that open wild internet and stoke the fire for that. So I'm always exploring the weird edges.
0: yeah fuck yeah let's let's do it let's let's explore more weird edges i think
1: yeah for sure
0: (laughs) sick i think all right thanks yeah thank you thank you thank you uh i will i will see you on discord